Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. Great to be with you today. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. And emails always to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at K slm.news hey there's uh, breaking news out of arizona we're going to get to that we're going to get to kate brown appointing um over a hundred judges they're all radicals folks they're almost all of them she appointed two members of the Supreme Court in her final days in office. You know that little scam that goes on? Also, I want to talk about Ivermectin. There's a great story today in the Epoch Times about how Ivermectin is safe and effective according to evidence. Wow. Wow. And now that Elon is no longer suppressing that information through Twitter, we'll see who else decides that, you know, well, maybe maybe we ought to talk about this <clears throat> a little bit. So there's, uh, there's a lot going on out there, folks, today. And I have to just, seriously, folks, um, I have to tell you a huge, huge congratulations to the Oregon Ducks last night. Folks, if you did not watch them pull out a squeaker of a win over North Carolina, you missed an exciting football team. Now, here's what I want to tell you to do. If you missed it, you can go back and you can find it. Just go watch the last four minutes of the game. Your, I mean, this literally... This game came down to the one-second mark at the end of the game. And Oregon leading by one point, folks. Anyway, congratulations to the Oregon Ducks. I watched it live last night like some of you did also. It was stunning. Kudos to them. In fact, my buddy and I, who was a former Oregon State football player back in the day... He and I put on our beaver's hats. We went down to Eugene to Buffalo Wild Wings, and we sat there, cheered for the Ducks. People thought it was a bit strange, but you shouldn't. As I said to one of the folks there last night, you know, it's good. And I mean it's good that Oregon has great football programs. All right. This show is Political Coffee, and of course this is the show where we talk about the political issues of the day and how you can use them to change your world. Now, how do you do that? Well, you have persuasive conversations with persuadable people, not arguments. That's the last thing we want you to do. We don't want you to argue. We want you to have persuasive conversations. And there's lots of them out there. Lots of opportunities. By the way, it's interesting to note that the January 6th Unselect Committee 
has withdrawn Trump's subpoena. Now, okay. That's just interesting. Uh, in that... In that, you end up with the fact that they, I'm sure the deal is already cut. Merrick Garland is going to indict Donald Trump based on the non-evidence that came out of the unselect committee. And that's why they're withdrawing the Trump subpoena. But folks, effectively, that committee's over and done with now anyway. They you know, released their final report. They're withdrawing their subpoena. Big deal. Right. Um, there is a huge development down in Arizona. This doesn't have to do, yesterday we talked about how Carrie Lake um, appealed the judge's dismissal of her lawsuit. Especially after, and by the way, at the Gateway Pundit, they have another story. Remember I said yesterday the elections director, Scott Garrett, lied under oath on the stand? Well, there's video now of him being coached by the lawyers the evening in the Maricopa County elections facility, literally. And they've got a video of it. Him being coached by the lawyers for three hours. Him being very frustrated, putting his face in his hands because he knows he lied under oath. Well, the next day, he contradicted himself, literally, under oath. He lied. Now, the judge never noted that. There's evidence of it. He got coached by his lawyers after he got caught lying under oath, folks. Now, all right, that's a video that's on the, the Gateway Pundit. You can uh, search for it and find it there. But this internal source says a significant miscount in Abe Hamada. Now, Abe Hamada was the Republican endorsed by Trump running for Attorney General of Arizona who lost his race by 511 votes. Well, they have to go to an automatic recount. Now, this is not a hand audit, folks. This is just running the ballots back through the machine again. Now, if the machines could be programmed to cheat the first time, they can probably be programmed to cheat the second time, right? In a recount. Well, here's what's interesting. An internal source says a significant miscount, quote-unquote, in Abe Hamada's recount nets him with hundreds of new votes. Is it enough for him to win? Now, here's what's interesting about this. Okay? He filed a lawsuit. The Mojave County Superior Court judge tossed it out. Okay? And the judge did this based on testimony from Hamada's lawyer, who stupidly said 
that based on a ballot inspection of a very small sample of ballots, his client would not be able to get over the 511 votes needed to overcome Mays. Now, why on earth you would say that as a lawyer after filing a lawsuit? It is the dumbest thing to say. Anyway, Charlie Kirk is the one who tweeted this. Because today, folks, is the day in which Arizona... At least some of these counties in this particular county, it's a rural county, has found a significant miscount. This is what he says, netting Hamada with hundreds of new votes. Sources suspect that Katie Hobbs, the current Secretary of State, is the so-called governor-elect, is not quickly releasing this revelation to provide a little time as possible for public reaction. There's a leftist down in Arizona. His name is Garrett Archer, and he said on Twitter, this discrepancy is not from Maricopa or Pima counties. He is saying, I am hearing there will be a significant discrepancy in favor of Abe Abe Hamada in the recount results under seal until tomorrow morning. So they're going to release that today, folks. I am told this discrepancy will bring the race much closer. Discrepancy is not from Maricopa or Pima. Now, Gateway Pundit speculates this could overturn the election. It was decided by 511 votes, or at the very least, you could help Abe's case move forward. Abe himself tweeted before this new revelation came out that he'll assess his legal assess his legal op- options when the recount results are relo- released tomorrow that's today he writes a recount does not go through every ballot determining voter intent it simply runs the ballot through tabulation machines over again now get this there are still 4000 uncounted votes plus he said 4000 plus I will assess our legal options once we receive the results of the recount tomorrow. So, folks, stay tuned for this. This is going to be interesting. If this is a rural county that is reporting that hundreds of votes were not properly tabulated through the machines, doesn't that vindicate everything Mike Lindell's been saying? I think it does. Now, if it happens in one rural county, how about all the other rural counties? How about all the other counties entirely? Hmm? And how about then doing a hand paper ballot audit? Cast vote records versus what the machines say. Lots to talk about here, folks. 503-589-1220 is that Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. By the way, I'm looking at Fox Business. The Southwest Airlines meltdown is stunning. And it continues to this day, folks. All the other airlines are kind of back to normal. Not Southwest. And apparently their CEO and their leadership team hasn't figured out how to communicate with their own people. There were stories earlier this morning about how Southwest employees on hold 
on the phone for hours trying to talk to somebody in their organization. These are our own employees trying to figure out where do I go? What do I do? Want to talk about stunning meltdown? How could this happen? Well, it has. The CEO and a whole bunch of people need to be fired because obviously they weren't prepared because all the other airlines have gone through it. Anyway, this is, it's kind of breaking news. It's out there. Uh, also want to talk about ivermectin is safe and it's effective according to the evidence. There's lots to talk about today, my folks, my friends. 503-589-1220. 503-589-1220 is that Power Buick GMC talk line. Emails always to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at kslm.news. Uh, Gas Buddy, by the way, is warning that fuel prices are going to spike up again. Yesterday I bought fuel in Albany for $2.17. If I were you, I'd fill up. We'll see. See how it all plays out, my friends. All right, back in a moment. This is Political Coffee. What do you think about these issues today? We'll get into Kate Brown reshaping Oregon's judiciary with leftists and ivermectin. Back in a moment. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. Great to have you with us. 503-589-1220. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. By the way, I hope I sound better to you today. Uh, went out and bought some gear last night. I've had a, a, a problem uh, with my gear. My mistake, by the way. And um, it uh, it is, well, I went out and, and tried to fix it at least partially. And we'll see as, uh, as I've got some new gear coming, but this is at least a temporary fix. I hope it works for you, and I hope I sound better than I did yesterday. I should. Uh, to be sure. Again, 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. Kate Brown has remade the Oregon judiciary in her image, folks. In her image. I kid you not. Does that... Shouldn't. I mean, in any way surprise you, should it? She's a leftist. She's a radical. She appointed five judges yesterday, two to the Oregon Supreme Court. She now has appointed all seven members of the Oregon Supreme Court. She also appointed Multnomah County judge, an Oregon Court of Appeals judge,
She actually has appointed eight judges to the highest court, the Oregon Supreme Court. At any rate, folks, you what's interesting is that there was it was an article about this and we talked about it. it is it is that we have you know, she's tried to diversify Oregon's judiciary. So she appointed and I'll give you a great uh, example of this. She appointed a judge in Lynn County, a black woman lesbian judge. Lynn County is overwhelmingly, and I mean overwhelmingly white, but she's trying to make, and the point of the story today in the Oregonian is she's made a point of diversifying Oregon's judiciary to make it look like more of uh, the way Oregon looks. Not in places like Lynn County. By the way, that judge... We defeated her. And I say we because I had moved into Lynn County, and that's uh, we just did that. Also, another Kate Brown appointed judge in Marion County. You can be sure. Oh, and by the way, she's also appointed leftist to the tax courts of the 112 judges she's appointed to the trial, appellate, and tax courts. 56 of them are women. One is a gender non-binary, of course. 27 are people of color. Two are Native Americans, and eight openly identify as part of the LB, LGBTQ plus whatever community. It doesn't go over well in places like Lynn County and other places in rural Oregon where she has tried to radically change the Oregon judiciary. Doesn't go over well at all. And we push back. We did it in Marion County. But here's the thing, and this is why it's so important for you to be involved in everything that's going on here. And I do mean everything. Because conservatives got active in the election of the judgeship or the deputy prosecutor was elected over a Kate Brown appointed leftist judge in Marion County because you guys got involved we won I say we it's far better to have a prosecutor who has a vast experience in doing the opposite of what John Hummel is being celebrated for in the Ben Bulletin. This is an Oregon watchdog story. John Hummel is the one of three Oregon prosecutors backed by George Soros. He is leaving the DA's office. After eight years, there are people saying, Deschutes County is safer. No, it isn't. When you go soft on crime, it doesn't make anybody safe, especially people of color. You know, the ones that the Democrats say they care so much about, right? Huh? Right? Sure. I say good riddance, John Hummel. And I say the people of Deschutes County need to wake up stand up it's about time so 
Kate Brown has tried to reshape the judiciary. This is the legacy of elections, a governor's election. Tina Kotek isn't going to be any different than Kate Brown. The scam of judges retiring early from the bench to be reappointed or to be their vacancy to be filled by a governor, a leftist Oregon governor, that scam will continue. Mark my words. But you can make a difference in it. You know why? Because every one of those judges has to be elected in Oregon under our Constitution, especially at the local level. Everyone that Tina Kotek, every one of these judges appointed under this scam needs to be called out by people like us at the local level. And now that we can be back on Twitter, now that we have these other platforms to go around the mainstream media like the Salem Statesman Journal and other, now we have the opportunity to defeat these radical leftists intend to reshape your life at the local level back in a moment at 6 30 don't roll it Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back, my friends. Great to be with you. 503-589-1220 is that power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. Freedom Heating and Air can keep you warm during these winter's months. And not only do they have, you know, these great emergency services, so when you, you have a problem, it's cold out and your furnace has quit running, call them. They'll come out and they'll assess the issues and, and they'll work through it with you immediately. It's one of the ways they built this great business. But it's beyond that. They offer all of these other services. And I think many of you, if you um, heard Art a few months ago talk about how that he called Freedom Heating Air to come out and give him a bid about installing a backup generator. Losing power happens every winter. Having a backup generator is a big deal. A friend of mine who's involved politically was supposed to put out an email for a meeting that I um, help him with. And uh, his power was out in Portland. And he said, you know, it's going to be a couple of days before they get the power. And he's a PGE customer, okay? The genius of having a backup generator is a great thing. Freedom Heating and Air can help you with that. They do a lot of other things, too. So why don't you give them a call? 503-580-1456. 580-1456. Or check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net. That's all one word, freedomheatingandair.net. 
You can see all the great services that they offer and uh, their blog too, by the way. Emails today um, are to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. And I've got an email from Linda that I will read. It was a reaction to what I said about Kate Brown appointing all of these judges, 112 judges during her time as governor. Elections matter, folks. That's why what's going on down in Arizona is so important. So very important, folks, to us in Oregon. Because the stuff that is going to be uncovered with all of these lawsuits going across America at the local level, every bit of it is relevant to us being able to trust or verify that our election systems are accurate that they are fair and that they're not being run by algorithms and machines that we can't look into. This is where you come in. This is why it's so important that you are engaged. Now, there's a long piece today uh, that I found and, and it is, uh, it's, it's from the Liberty Daily. And this is it's from Tim Cast. Tim Cashman's the guy, or Shane Cashman. It's called Gonzo Journalism. And, it, and what it is, it's a long personal interview with Kerry Lake. Now, this is before uh, the everything got thrown out, okay? But it is fascinating. If you want an inside look at her mentality and all of the issues surrounding her election, Plus some other things thrown in there. It's it's fascinating. I urge you to read it. I'll put it on the show plan today. I think you'll find it very interesting. Linda writes me an email. Again, by the way, if you want to call, it's 503-589-1220. That's the Power of Buick GMC talk line, 503-589-1220. Linda's email is about early retirements. She writes, what you explained about the judges in Oregon retiring early so Kate Brown can continue to pack those courts is what they're doing in Lynn County for the sheriff. The county sheriffs have been retiring early for decades so their choice can run for office and usually wins. Yes, that is absolutely correct. It is what's happened here in Lynn County for decades. And I mean, it is every sheriff resigns early. The undersheriff gets appointed by the county commissioners to take their place. And then that sheriff runs for election. Now, this time, it was a very close election because this particular undersheriff who got appointed as sheriff made some very bad, politically incorrect moves and lost the total support of the deputies and really angered a lot of people by some of her actions. Now, she's tried to make up for it a little bit in that it, it was a very close election. She it was a, and I did not vote for her. I'm going to say that over the air right now, because I thought that what she did was politically incorrect garbage. Politically incorrect for us who believe in liberty, believe in the American flag, believe in the the power of liberty. That's what angered so many of us, and that's why she had a very potent challenge from one of the deputies now she prevailed 
And I think to some extent she's tried to make up for it a little bit in saying that under measure one, measure 114, she would not enforce as the sheriff the magazine ban because she believes it's unconstitutional, because she believes, as she has said publicly, and we talked about this earlier, she believes that the Supreme Court, U.S. Supreme Court, has already ruled on that. Now, they have to some extent, and we've talked about that. More of this is going to come out as the uh, as the lawsuit in Harney County moves forward. This is the Gun Owners of America lawsuit. This is not the off the Oregon Firearms Federation lawsuit in federal court. This is state court. At any rate, you're right. The same thing happens in other areas. Now, this is where, again, you, all of you who listen to my voice in Lynn County, you have an opportunity to talk, call and talk to your county commissioners. First of all, develop relationships with them. That's the first thing you do. And that's important when it comes to election integrity issues, election transparency issues. In Marion County, a Democrat, Bill Burgess, is the county clerk. You have three Republican commissioners. If you don't like what Bill Burgess is doing at the county clerk's office, then you need to be developing relationships with those county commissioners and turning the heat upon them. And this is one of the things that Oregon People's Vote does so well. You need to join them. Go to their website, Oregon People's Vote, okay? Join their effort. Show up at county commission meetings when they are releasing and talking about the results of what they do at the citizens' ground level issue. Show up. Because when it comes to this scam of what Kate Brown does at the state level and what Tina Kotek will no doubt do or what happens here at the local level, county sheriffs. Yeah, this is your opportunity to influence that process. You know, if you're silent and you don't like the way things are going, you don't have any reason, folks. I mean, you don't have any reason. The gripe about it. Let's go to the phones. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. We'll fart, start first, rather, with Gary. Then we'll move to Tim. Gary, congrats on a wild Oregon Ducks game last night. Hey, Bo Ducks. You know it, Bo Ducks. <laughs> you know what I loved what he said in, in the post-game interview? He gave all the honor and the glory to the Lord, and I thought that was pretty cool. He's a really strong Christian, and that that uh, team is a very strong Christian. It, it would surprise you, but it's a really strong Christian team. Uh, if you go to the game, they're all praying. I mean, almost the entire team goes down and prays in the end zone. Uh, and he, he he's really outgoing about his faith, and a lot of them are. One of the interesting, I mean, it was it was a game you didn't turn off. It, it was a classic Oregon game from way back when uh, when they just sort of come from behind and and they did fourth down two set or nineteen seconds left fourth and goal and uh, they complete the pass and the kid who catches the pass <clears throat> Chase Coda his dad was uh, Gang Green who went to the Rose Bowl Chad Coda. Uh, which there was another for the duck old duck fans were just like, oh, couldn't be more perfect. Yeah, I remember uh, that game. 
I remember that name, and I remembered it when in, when we caught that uh, when he caught that touchdown last night was amazing. What did you think about? And I have to say this: What did you think about that unbelievable interception? By never seen anything like it before. I mean, it, it bounces off of two legs. Uh, the kid kind of kicks it up into his own hands accidentally. Uh, it was the most miraculous catch you ever seen. Uh, and it changed the entire game. We're ready to go in uh, to take the lead into the halftime uh, go, to go up seven, and now they're up seven, and we're trailing, and we're thinking, oh, no, snake bit again. We gave away another one. We're looking terrible. We couldn't do anything in the second half. And then, you know, with six minutes left, we, we scored two touchdowns to win it. Uh, <clears throat> the game had everything, and for... Uh, people who are watching it, it's just one of those games you just can't turn off. It was one of the most exciting college football games I have ever watched in my entire life, folks. And that's why I said at the beginning of the show, go back and watch the last four minutes of it, folks. You can find it. Gary, let me hold you over because I want to ask you a question about this Ivermectin story in the episode. Oh, okay. Tim, hang on. I'll give you uh, time on the other side of the break. Also, 648. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Oh, sorry about that. Forgot to um, <laughs> unmute myself. Gary, hang on. I'll get to you in a second here. Rebecca Donaldson is an award-winning real estate broker for a reason she's really good at what she does. If you're looking to buy or sell a house, give her a call. It'll benefit you in a lot of ways. Call her at 503-269-0747-269-0747. A state employee who shall never be named writes this about my comments about elective conservative constitutional judges. This person says, the fact remains that nearly every liberal and Marxist judge runs unopposed. Conservative judicial candidates must be recruited so that every open race for a judgeship has a viable candidate. And the positions in judicial philosophy needs to be made known. So the people will be willing to vote for them and not the incumbent. Oregon law does not allow the bar rules are made to favor these Marxist judges that get appointed by liberal Democrat governors. Yes, you heard me right. The bar rules because bar rules say you can't talk about it. You can't talk about your judicial philosophy. So you know what we did with Amy? She was recruited to come out of the prosecutor's office in Marion County. She'd been there a long time, like 18 years. You don't need to know their judicial philosophy if we recruit judges out of the prosecutor's offices. Because you know the direction they've been. They're for the law, for the people. I'm just saying, again, folks, this is how you can make a big, big difference. We did here in Marion County, we did it in Lynn County, we're going to have to do it again. 
This is why you got to be involved. Let's go back to Gary. Gary, I wanted to ask you about this big story today that's in uh, the Epoch Times about ivermectin okay. and all of these, these studies across the world <clears throat> that show it is not only safe, but it's incredibly effective. And it's very well written, and it has a chart in it about how ivermectin actually inhibits coronavirus. Isn't this vindication of everything you've been saying? Yeah, it really is. Uh, and we, we've we been saying this for two years. I'm not the expert with it. Um, you know, you should really talk to uh, our research person that's really been on top of it, and she put the proto she didn't put the protocols. We just followed the protocols that the uh, frontline doctors uh, use, but uh, she's just real, real um, militant about it. But uh, of course it is, and this is really the, the bigger issue, is look what... Uh, Twitter did and 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 the FBI did uh, throughout the entire media and social media world to squelch this information so people could not only couldn't find out about ivermectin uh, and zinc but were vilified and demonized and the actual drug was maliciously demonized uh, calling it horse paste and uh, call it poison even uh, so that people would force, be forced to use this dangerous MR, mRNA vaccine that has got all sorts of deadly side effects simply to carry an agenda for the Democrat Party. Yes, that's exactly what it was. That's exactly. Gary, thank you. Congratulations to the Ducks. Great to talk to you. Friends, I want to remind you, Eric Azer, RighteousRenovations.com is a website you should go to. It's his website. Righteous Renovations is his company. He's a contractor who focuses on quality, especially in your home, in your business. Check it out, RighteousRenovations.com. You can look at some of the great before and after photos of some of the projects that he's done and the great customer testimonials. RighteousRenovations.com. Let's go to Tim. Tim, sorry I couldn't get to you uh, late yesterday. What was on your mind yesterday? Well, when you put me on hold too long, I have to think. <laughs> and I do a lot better when I'm not thinking. Uh, okay. Well, first of all, I wrote this yesterday on when I testify at the legislature, I start out by saying I don't have an opinion. And the reason for that is because an opinion isn't right. And uh, I'm going to mention that about the Republican Party and Trump real quick. And the reason okay. why an opinion isn't right is because everyone has one. When I testify at the Capitol, I, I educate and provide them information that helps them come up with different options. If you respond with an opinion, the other party who has a different one, who doesn't think it's right, then you lose control of the dialogue. If you... Did we lose Tim? I think we lost Tim. No, no, not at all. Oh, there you are, okay. So, what Trump did, Trump had, and if people would like to read it, he had a, an agenda for 2020 election. 
Jeff, it was perfect. He talked about ending reliance on China, eradicated COVID-19, jobs, healthcare, education, school choice, drain the swamp, defend the police, illegal immigration, foreign policy, bring home the troops, I would assume alive, and defend American value, and that includes guns rights. Instead, he talked about Sleepy, Sleepy Joe. Now, I can um, sell those agenda items. I can't attack, I can't defend someone who attacks their opponents. And that's exactly what the Republican Party did. They attacked Kate Brown. They attacked her personally, and you can't win addressing and attacking your opponent. Flush down Kate Brown. I can't sell that. If they had alternatives, if they had an agenda, I can. It's a point you make that you are correct. You're quite correct. This is why we did not see, I think in large measure, besides cheating and machine manipulations, another reason that we did not see the big red wave across America and right here in Oregon, although we had some gains, it's because we did not offer solutions in addition to criticize. I mean, you have to criticize people and lay the blame where it belongs, okay? But you also have to offer solutions. And if you don't do that, Tim, you can't win people over. I've said that from the beginning of something I learned in my very first race when I ran for the Oregon House of Representatives. People wanted to know what are your ideas to make my life better. You're right on the money. Tim, thank you. That's a great way to end the show today, folks. Tomorrow is Freedom Friday. Today you can call and talk about whatever you want to talk about. Doesn't have to be anything on my plate. Keep praying for this great nation, this state, and your local county commissions, your local school boards. Be engaged. Be involved. Because you can fix it. We all can. See you tomorrow.